This is Stephen Adams. And this is Kevin Durant. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Kevin Durant. <laughs> You're Kevin Durant, mate. <laughs> good to see you, mate. Different complexion. Okay, let's go to you. So, this is Stephen Adams. And this is Anna's Cantor. You're listening to the Down to Earth. Down to Dunk podcast. What? Down to, down to Dunk. Down to Dunk. I'll down say that. Dunk. Introduce yourself, mate. Here's Stephen Adams, and I'm Anna's Cantor. And you're listening to Down to Dunk podcast. Stay tuned. Good morning and welcome to episode three, four, seven of the Down to Dunk podcast. I am Luke, joined this morning by Taylor, uh, Jay, hello, and Andrew. <laughs> What's that sound? Hey. Uh, hey. What's up, dudes? Hello. Hey, man, we're in the middle of a thunder. Uh, away stretch, yeah, not the last in the middle, one. I guess the beginning. So they played uh, on what was that Tuesday? We played back to back on Monday. Tuesday, no, they played. I don't know when they played. <laughs> Tuesday, they played Wednesday, Wednesday, back to Tuesday, back. Tuesday, Wednesday, back to back because they played Sunday, and we'll forget that game. The only game I've gone to all season was that Charlotte game. Are you serious? Seriously, <laughs> it was like the worst game of the year. Oh, but man. they got they got blown out. It was just that they weren't even remotely engaged in that game. That's the difference between you and me. I was at the Bucks game. I know, of course. Uh, What's the difference between me and which, you? <laughs> about okay. okay go so on, Jay. I know you could go there. So one of the things is is number one, we want to just start since it feels like Andrew is the good luck charm. Um, we're going to start a, a fundraiser. To get you at all the playoff games. Give me to the playoff games so that we can... Home and away. Wow. Home yeah, and you away. Gotta, we're talking plane <laughs> tickets. We're talking tickets. So we're going to need like ten to $15,000. So if anybody yep. wants to... Hey, we've asked for things before. Uh, did we ask for these? And we've received... I mean, not intentionally, I, but... I, I okay. Just, I didn't ask. Down to Dunk Crew now accepting gifts. Now accepting <laughs> gifts. So we're holding up... Kind. If you're not on Periscope, we're holding up these coffee mugs that were given to us. And they have... Vlade. Mm-hmm. They have Dion doing the shrug after he hit the oh, game winner man. against Golden State. I've got Russell Westbrook when the <laughs> the fan in Philadelphia flipped him off and was pointing. It's like <laughs> my favorite. That's oh, such a that freaking awesome so good. And, and mine has Nick Collison. Oh, no. Great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Luke is not a fan of basketball. Luke uh, says Stephen Adams. Thank you to Logan Weatherford. Yeah, that's awesome. He lives in San Francisco. Get out of he here. These to us. Wow. San Fran people, they're the best. He is he's behind great. the enemy lines, man. He is. Gosh. He is. Oh, shit. But San Francisco is an incredible city. So Thanks for supporting our show. Thanks, brother. Oh, hey, thanks a lot. We're going to actually, <laughs> this, is our, this is our coffee mugs forever. As long as they exist, we will drink coffee out of them. You'll see them at our live show, too. I'll never drink another liquid out of anything Speaking of our live show. (gasps) Next Thursday. Thursday night. This Thursday. This coming Thursday. The Thursday that is going to happen next. Yes. It's the day after the regular season ends. It'll be the 13th. We're going to have a live show downtown Oklahoma City at Anthem Brewing Company. It's also Thomas Jefferson's birthday. And oh. so we'll have just a, a brief we'll, moment to celebrate. We're going to say the Pledge of Allegiance. Yes. We'll and <laughs> we will be dressed up in Thomas Jefferson's yeah. timey clothes. We've got That's right. And we'll timey clothes. have a... Uh, I don't know what time that is. If you come early, know. we'll talk about deism and what it means to me. We'll have an authentic yeah. version of his books. Actually wrote 
a 14-page paper about Thomas Jefferson's religious beliefs in college. So yeah. if you want to know, let me know. Yeah. Bring it. Um, so Bring it. Let the people read we, it. I, I was, <laughs> that we, was, we were this close to going way too far. That's a weird tangent. We, we gotta, we've got to <laughs> eject. I honestly don't know what deism is. And I'll, I'll tell you cool. about we'll it later. We'll talk about time. it later. <laughs> it doesn't um, seem appropriate so, for our podcast. Come to our live podcast. <laughs> For not only deism, but come <laughs> to drink some anthem beers and hear about the. Uh, we're going to do a playoff Thomas Jefferson pre- playoff preview show. Uh, Fred Katz is going to be there. Whoa, whoa. He's the Katz meow, man. Meow, <laughs> oh, meow, meow, <laughs> meow. Why are we meow? Fred Katz. Oh, Katz. Come on. Uh, <laughs> wow, Taylor. Hey, um, I think Royce Young is probably going to be there. John Hamm. Oh my gosh! Uh, Special guest Brett Dawson, who's going to come but can't be on the show. Can't be on the show. Here's the deal: I've been listening to Cats a lot. Andrew and Cats have become really good friends. It seems like according to their podcast, because they just like who who are better friends: Fred Cats and Andrew, or Fred Cats and Josh Eustis. Oh, Oh, they hate each other. Oh, okay, they're friends. A thousand percent. That was such a good podcast. They're so great, man. Together, yeah, that's a good crew. Royce, Fred. It's John a great Hamm. crew. If you want to hear the best, just Luke, come. Luke Stevens. Ah, yeah, Luke Stevens. With your re- there. He's going to talk all about wrestling. Oh, yeah. Professional. Guys, just corner me, and I, I'll tell you all about my thoughts about WrestleMania. Thunder News. Thunder News. So they've played they've four games in a row. And it's funny. is like just a reminder at this time of the season that like the Thunder are pretty set in the sixth seed. It would take kind of a miracle so to get to the five. Here's how they would get to the five. The Thunder would have to win out. They'd play the Suns, the Nuggets the Wolves, and the Nuggets. So they'd have to win all four of those games, and the Clippers would have to lose out, which is not impossible. They play the Spurs, the Rockets, and Kings. Clippers so, have been playing a little bit better, though. They have been. They have been. If they lose to the Kings again, again, which is, I mean, it's possible. Well, when Buddy turns into Steph, all things are possible. I know. Uh, so it's possible, but not probable. The yeah. Thunder are going to be the 60. They're probably they're going to play the Rockets. At 48 wins, probably 49. 49 if we went out. If they went out, 49. Yeah, I think they lose. 48. Yeah, probably 48. They're prob- I mean, Denver twi- uh, Denver's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Minnesota's pretty good. Portland really needs. horrible. Yeah. Portland really needs Oklahoma City to beat Denver twice just to make sure they're nice and yeah. comfortable. Oh, Nurkic, man. I know. He's, is he done done? No, no, no he's not done okay. done, but like. He can be back for the playoffs. I mean, doesn't he, matter, but I mean, it's I don't know. Hey, if he's if he's healthy, then they have a shot to like win a game or two. Yeah, Alan Crabb last night had some hot claws, baby. He hit, he was eight <laughs> of ten. <laughs> Keep going, he don't was, stop. Don't he stop. was eight of ten from three. Uh, they were down ten, I think nine or ten with maybe a minute, minute thirty left, and he came down and hit three. Th- had ten points in a row, and you, then put him up he's one. Pretty good, and man. Won. He he wasn't playing well until they played. The Thunder, I think it was a game here, and he went off. Yeah. And he has been really good since then. Yeah, man. Hey, you know who's really good? Okay, so I will say this about the Charlotte game. Throw that man in California. There's one thing that stood out to me from the Charlotte game. What's that? (laughs) I had two sons, three sons in one building at one time. Wow. That's true. My actual son was with me. Yeah. My figurative (laughs) sons. Jeremy Lamb. Jeremy Lamb. Who was pretty good. He was pretty good. On the season, shooting 28% from three. (laughs) Carry on. (laughs) And Alex Sabrinas. Yeah. So anyway, it didn't really matter. Triplets. The Thunder didn't decide to play basketball that day. but They all look the same, too. 
So yeah, they played the Bucks and probably the best win of the season. It I mean, that's hard to say that, but there was they maybe played the best. Yeah, a thirty-one point. It was win weird. Over the five seed in the East. Like, the Thunder just don't do that to people. Yeah, right. They they do not beat teams like that. You're expecting like a run to happen. Like um, Mirza Toledovic comes in and hits four threes. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, oh, getting close. I don't know, but it was You're right. They just destroyed them. Yeah. Destroyed them. Alex Abrinas oh was goodness. incredible. He was so good that night. Is he like four or six to start or something like that, or yeah. three or six? Or let me see. I'll find those. But he four. he played yeah. really really well. And then Chris Middleton and his stupid body rolled into uh, yeah. Abrinas' knees. But it seems like he is a. It's a pretty basic injury. Not anything crazy. No surgery required or anything. And he should be back. He, some people. I mean, Royce even said yesterday or maybe on uh, Wednesday, that he could be back on this road trip. So yeah, he could join the team. Yeah, it's, it'd be great because he was playing awesome. But it's also opened the door a little bit for Doug. And so, yeah, it's, it's good. Uh, also, Andre Robertson played the game of his freaking life in that first so half. Good. It was <laughs> incredible. <laughs> that block, and I mentioned this on the last pod, but that block that he had on Giannis where he blocked it into his face. And then he was still guarding Giannis and probably poked the ball away from like three times. Yeah, in the first and time. the way he guarded Middleton, he was yeah. just so good. I hope they get, get well soon, both those guys. I'll say this. I don't know what the deal is with Robertson's knee. Was there it's a sore? It's, he's questionable. I just saw he's questionable for tomorrow sit night. Sit out. Or for tonight. Sit yeah, out, man. Sit out. Don't, don't play. So who's, who starts with – I mean, does Doug slide into that spot? Or do they, yeah. they dust off Singler? <laughs> Better not. I mean, they're going to have to dust off Singler. Just play Grant at the three. I'd rather see Grant at the three and him play yeah. 25 minutes than Singler touch the floor again. I think that's probably what they do. Hey, I'd rather have Samaj play 25 minutes Stop. than have Singler play. Oh, oh that's oh. true. Yeah. How mad were you that Samaj kind of had a good game against the Bucks? He kind of had Here's the deal. Was he People are like, are you mad that he's good? No, why would I be mad that he's good? I just think that he's not. Hate him, dude. I just think that ultimately he's not good. But they I'm not. Ma- they're mad because they hate us, man. I'm not mad that he's playing well. I want him to play well. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that he can. Mm-hmm. So, Well, he proved you wrong. That's why you should be mad. Yeah, so Breen's was four or six from the three point line <laughs> okay. before he went out. He played twelve minutes in that game against the Bucks. And so he's out again. They said he's out again tonight versus Phoenix, and it looks like Robertson's uh, questionable. But you should say it. as you talked about, I mean, it, Doug played really well against the Grizzlies. He's yeah. That three that he hit at the end was a tie game. Russ was also uh, assist hunting at that point, trying to get his 10th mm-hmm. assist. They were but trying. it was perfect. I mean, his yeah. he drove the lane. McBuckets was wide open, and he hit the shot. Uh, you got to make the shot. The Thunder have a lot of guys who haven't made that shot yeah. over yeah. the years uh, that are role players, at least. So and The thing that, that, was impressive. that is important good about that game against Memphis is that is the game that kind of – I mean, they still technically could lose the six seed. It would it'd take that Clippers-style – yeah, 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 fall apart, you know, for them to to lose it, and so um, I don't know. I think uh, I don't know. I'm excited about this team, man. They're figuring things out. I know that you know it's funny because you you watch the Memphis game, you watch the Bucks game, and you're like, hey, this seems pretty good, and then I just can't get that Charlotte game out of my yeah. brain. You know, it's somewhere in between those, yeah. Because and then they play the Spurs. We haven't talked about the Spurs. I don't think that happened since that happened on Friday, Friday. night after our Friday pod when I went there. But the Spurs game, they outplayed them for three and a half quarters yeah, and just fell apart there in the fourth. And part of that, and this is what's so cool and what gives you a lot of hope. And Andrew brought it up last Friday with Alex is 
one of the things that's important to remember is how in the playoffs those rotations tighten up and yeah. that minutes expand a little bit. And so a lot of the downfall of the Thunder, like Russ's on and off numbers, I mean, I don't know what the actual number is, but it's astronomical. Yeah. You know, I, I know somebody said this week that they're, you know, a 51 team with him on the court and a 29 win team or something with that with them off. <clears throat> and so there's part of you that has to have been 19. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I was even too generous, but there's part of it with Russ. Like you've got to remember that he's going to be playing more minutes. And so that time with him off of, off the court is going to shrink and shrink and shrink, which also means less minutes for Shamaj. But, uh, I, I don't know. I think that's a game changer because in that Spurs game, the Spurs started to make a run. They got it within 10 or maybe even into eight. And, and Donovan just stuck with his rotations and pulled uh, mm-hmm. Russ in the middle of a Spurs run, which in a yeah. playoff game, they're not going to probably do that. So, right. But I don't know. I, I like this team. They're going to play the Rockets in the first round. It's almost guaranteed. I think that that's going to be, uh, <clears throat> I think that'd be hard, the hardest of the first two if they get through them to play the Spurs. Um, maybe I'm yes. underselling the Spurs as I always do, but I, I, don't, I mean the Spurs are good clearly, but they lack athleticism, and the Thunder don't, right? And that's the advantage the Thunder have always had against the Spurs, so that matters. The Thunder are a plus twelve point five with Russ on the court, um, so that's a big difference. Yeah. <laughs> so less Samaje, more Russ in the playoffs is definitely a big deal. Uh, Jay Jay left. And I'm, I have a game ready, but I want to talk about... Oh, oh there he is. Okay, oh, good, good, good. coffee boy. Okay, so Russell Westbrook has been shooting the ball really well this season for him. Yes. So his three-point shooting has made a big difference for this team and for Russ himself. So we know that he's shooting 34.7%, but it's not only that. It's that he's attempting seven threes a game. And that's why he's probably the most valuable three-point shooter on the team because he's shooting almost 35% and shooting seven of them Like compared to a guy like Jeremy Grant. Like Jeremy Grant's shooting 37% from three, but he's taking one and a half threes a game. Mm -hmm. That's just not that valuable. Um, But if you can hit, if you're shooting seven, you're hitting two and a half, that's very valuable. Victor Oladipo, 37%, probably even better than that when he's healthy. Uh, He's shooting five a game, so it's a big deal. I saw a stat this week. Okay. Russell Westbrook in the clutch, shooting threes, forty four percent. He's been great. Oh, baby, insanity! We're gonna play a game. Okay, it's called. Is this guy shooting better than Russell Westbrook from three? Okay, I'm ready to win. Guys, ready? Keep your own score. Here we go. And there are guys that are shooting better than Russ on this list. Don't look at my list, Luke. Luke is trying to look. Cheater. You looking? Okay. Russ is thirty thirty four point seven percent. That's pretty good. That's, That's pretty good. good. That's good. Uh, Damari Carroll or Russ? Russ. Russ. Damari Carroll. It's Russ. Damari's shooting 34.4%. Yeah. Kent Bazemore. Russ. Yeah, Russ. Kent Bazemore. It's Russ. 34.4%. Yeah. Dion Waiters. Dion. 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 <laughs> yeah, let's not get stupid, guys. Dion, <laughs> yeah. Dion shooting thirty nine percent from three. That's insane. Woo. Dion's a bet. Shout out to Dion. Shout out to Dion. You almost <laughs> just threw that all over. Dion. Dion. Uh, all right, next guy, Nick Batum. 
Ooh, I don't. Really, I'll take Batum. I will take Russ. I'll take Russ. You should have taken Russ because he's shooting thirty three percent from three this season. Russ is better. I'd love to have Batum, by the way. Frank Me the too. Tank Kaminsky. Oh God, Frank. I'm, I'm going Russ. I'll say Frank. You should have gone Russ because Frank is shooting thirty three point eight percent from three no. this season. He looked like he makes them all against the Thunder. Kyle Korver. Mm. Kyle Korver. Kyle Korver. I'm going Russ. Don't get stupid, Luke. Kyle Korver <laughs> shooting forty nine percent with the Cavs. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Just with his, well, just with the Cavs, but I'm not kidding you. You remember the time that the, we just brief little rest, uh, side note. You remember the time that the Cavs were like, oh, Boston's in the one seed. Oh yeah, we're gonna beat them like a drum oh, on yeah. national Goodness. television. Yeah. <laughs> People think with that Tristan and Thompson. Like, are we struggling? Are oh, we? okay. Let's. Yeah. <laughs> y'all forget who we were. That's cool. Oh, I I wanted to say this with Batum. Uh, Jeremy Lamb shooting 28% that I already mentioned earlier. Guess how? Guess what? Michael Kidd Gilchrist percentage from three is this season. I'm going to say 14. People complain about Robertson, but just yeah. get ready for this. 11%. <laughs> I believe that. 11. <laughs> Golly. Whoa. Yeah. That's um, pretty. So are, that's but pretty. Are, do they play? No, MKG was guarding Russ. Right. He's the he's basically the same like defender. Yeah. He's not as good as Robertson, is he? He's not. He's good. He's very good, but he's not. He's had so many injury issues throughout know, his dude. short career so far. Too. Oh, give me excuses. More. Uh, he went to Kentucky. Uh, really okay, next him. guy. His <laughs> name is kind of strange. <laughs> yeah. Damian Lillard or Russ? Dame is shooting. Yeah, uh, Damian Lillard. Dame. I don't. I don't know. I just looked at this the other day. I think. I think it's Russ. I think you're wrong. It's Dame. He's shooting 36%. But it's only 36%. Yeah, that's what I was... It's not... The gap is not huge between those two. Surprised. (laughs) Uh, Wilson Chandler. Russ. Russ. Willie. Big Willie style. You guys keeping your own score still? Yeah, Yeah. I have like 30. (laughs) Uh, It's Russ. Wilson Chandler's 33% on the season. Uh, Devin Booker. Devin Booker. No, Russ. I'm going to go with Russ. It's Devin Booker. He's shooting also shooting 36%. But the gap's not that big. That's not that big. He was shooting really poorly early. Yeah, he was. Uh, Last guy, James Harden. Russ. Russ. It's Russell Westbrook. It's Russ. Uh, Who won? We all did because Russell Westbrook shooting better than James Harden from three right now. If you would have told told me, that was so weird. If you would have told me that on (laughs) April 7th, that Russell Westbrook would be shooting better from three than James Harden. You would have kicked him in the nuts. It would have been crazy. You kicked it's him crazy. <laughs> it's a big deal. People talk about efficiency as like their argument for Harden. And if Russ, like the gap is just, it's not there anymore, right? It's not there. We were just talking about this yesterday. Harden is shooting 44% from the field. That's not even that like great. It's not. Like you can't even say he's, that's an efficient player. Right. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's also, done. it's done. It's over. Also, people talk about the triple doubles. Well, triple doubles is an arbitrary number. It's actually really not yeah. an arbitrary number. You know, it's really not so, because arbitrary. The definition is based on random choice or personal whim. The triple double stating that someone averaged a triple double is not a personal whim. Some of these stats that some of these other guys are throwing out that uh, Harden is having the first twenty five. And 25 season. That is a personal whim to go look that up and to state that. That is arbitrary. The triple double has been tracked for years and praised for years. Anybody, anytime someone gets a triple double, it's on ESPN and they mention it on Sports Center, right? So 
Chicago, and I don't remember what game it was, but it was one of the games where it didn't really matter. Dwayne Wade was one rebound shy of a triple-double. I don't know if you remember this, but whatever the guy's name that looks kind of goofy, it's their low-post player. Uh, there's a meme of him. or like somebody. Robin will, Lopez? No. Cristiano Felicio. Yeah, maybe that's him. So he grabs a <laughs> rebound basically out of Dwayne Wade's hands at the end of the game, <laughs> and Dwayne Wade is visibly pissed off yeah. as he walks up and down the court. Why? Because triple doubles matter. They do it's matter. It's a thing. You can't, you can't say like, well, it's just a collection of stats that you gave him name to. Yes, it is. But you gave a name to it a long time ago, and people consider it yes. up until this point. Like, it is in reality. And the arenas, home and away, are watching for it. Yeah. People aren't watching for this mystical 25 and 25 thing. Like, please don't pretend that those are the same thing. Yeah. When you pretend that those are the same thing, you're just absolutely wrong. You're, you're trying to seem smarter. Like everyone's like, I feel like everybody's goal right now is to try to seem smarter or above yeah. these numbers or above. Well, that's a very commoner way to think of the NBA. Let me think of something. Else. It's just okay. Come on, like triple doubles do matter. To say that, and people are saying this a lot. The triple doubles don't matter in the MVP race. Wrong. Yeah, <laughs> actually, <laughs> yeah. actually, they do. Like getting this historic, you know, forty-two or more. That matters. That's a part of this race. That's a part of Russ's candidacy. Don't tell me that it's not because it really is. And I think that if you, I think you're just kidding yourself. And I think that you're kidding yourself in the fact that a lot of voters are going to vote for Russ because he's doing this because it's historic that no one's ever done this before and that it does matter. So let's stop acting like it doesn't matter. Let's stop acting like it doesn't matter in the MVP race because it does. So this is Dwayne Wade's face. Whenever Felicio took his triple double, he looks mad. <laughs> for for our I'm listeners, a, I'm a towel whip you in the show. I mean, he for is li- so mad. He for our mad listeners, he looks very upset. He looks very upset. I'll tweet it out. But like, <laughs> this is what I keep going back to as well. Those people who are like, kind of like the the intellectuals in in basketball, you yeah. know, they're just being contrarian. A lot of times, like you're considered more of an intellectual if you can be contrarian as well and prove right. a point. But like. Before this Russ triple-double streak or record, none of these people would have discounted Oscar Robertson's triple-doubles. Right. Like, none of them would be like, well, really, that record shouldn't matter because because it's just in history, and that's what they right. grew up with, so and that's what it is. If LeBron James was doing it, would these conversations would, happen? No. no. They wouldn't happen. No. Be, even if James Harden was doing it, if he was grabbing those two additional rebounds that everybody likes to just act like don't matter, they first of all, they do matter. Yeah. Second of all... This conversation wouldn't be happening. There's something about Russell Westbrook yes. that rubs people the wrong way. Yeah. And that he's oh, he's not a great shooter, he's not efficient, he uh he's just doing it with athleticism. Like for some reason people don't like that. The the Thunder style of play they don't like. I mean, if the Thunder had shooters on the wing and the and they took thirty threes a game, this conversation wouldn't be happening. Mm-hmm. Right? It's the the style of play that people don't like. It's Russ's style of play that people don't like. This conversation wouldn't happen if Steph Curry was averaging a triple double this season, and he was averaging you know twenty ten and ten, which would be possible on a team like that. Uh, this conversation wouldn't happen. It would just be talking about what his the history that he's making. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. Ru- Russ is Russ, and he he's you either love him or you hate him. I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just it just makes things very interesting in the, in the way that people talk about him, uh, and that's why the, the defenders of Russ are like, 
like they stand out for him so much. And you feel like you have to, right? Yeah. Because the people, there's just so many people that are just against what he's doing, which makes no sense. And they want to like discount triple doubles. And they want to do all these things. And it's just like, why? Mm-hmm. And people are like, well, I don't know why people are you know, standing out for us so much. It's because you guys are continuing to do yeah. this kind of stuff. And it just makes no sense. Um, and these kinds of arguments, like these aren't happening for the other players that are in the MVP race. Like, right. why are people trying so hard to f- dig so deep into, like, some dirt on Russell Westbrook, you know? Right. It totally feels like that. Yeah. And with Harden and Kawhi, it's just, wow, that's amazing. Or, wow, look at, look wow. at this, look at it's, this. It's a personality thing and the way that you, Andrew nailed it. They don't like the way the Thunder play. Yeah. yeah. It's too ball yeah. dominant. It's too, you know. It's not it's modern. Not, it's not pretty. It doesn't right. look like yeah. the... Although, like, anybody from a different era of basketball would be like... This guy, which is what you find, like mm-hmm. Shaq, Co- uh, Rush should be the MVP. Yeah. Scotty Pippen said it's the best single season he's ever seen, yeah. which is bullcrap. But you know, what I'm <laughs> is saying? it like, though? I well, here's the, I mean, it? I don't know. I, mean I, I, I don't know that it is. Uh, Scotty Pippen also just takes any opportunity he can to kind of dig at MJ a little bit. So, but I don't know. I, I just think you're seeing, and then you're starting to get form, like players that are playing against, like Zach Randolph is like. Uh, yes, he's the MVP. Jason Terry for the Bucks. Yeah. Like, yes, he's the MVP. Yeah, it's unbelievable what he's doing. The coach, you know, uh, whatever his name is, Fitzdale. Anyway, for the Grizz, Fizdale. 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 He, he said, you know, just jokingly, like, oh well, we kept him from getting a triple double. Take that, Russ. You know, at the end of the game. So there's, yeah, like people that don't have this predisposition against Russ against the Thunder are appreciating it and valuing it. That's why I think, and and Darnell Mayberry's been speaking to this a lot recently, is the narrative has really shifted. And Russ is getting so much publicity with this record about to be broken. Probably tonight is my my guess. Uh, Yeah. That I think he's taking over that conversation. When do the votes come in? Do you all know? I think they have to be in at the end of next week. But they don't announce until after the. They finals. don't announce until June twenty sixth. So June twenty sixth. So has it always been like that? No, no, no. They usually announce it in the first round. That's Is that after the draft? Uh, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> for the award show, they're doing an award show. That's they're going to announce cool. everything at once at this show that they're going to make a lot of money. That crap's going to leak. I, I probably. I mean, we'll see. They, they've never done it before, so we'll see. But. If you're tired of this MVP race and you're tired of talking about it, you know what? Two and a half more months. You get to talk about it for almost three more yeah, months. Yeah, you have to go through the entire playoffs <laughs> and, and finals. And the thing is, this is where it's kind of tough because when the play, like the playoffs ended last year, and everybody was like, "Oh, we probably should have voted for LeBron." And like some, like that same, the Thunder are likely going to lose in the first round, right? Yeah, like that's the most likely outcome, and so that's going to happen. It's going to be just so weird because the playoffs are going to end. Like we're still not going to know who the MVP was, and they're and people are going to be like, well, you know, whoever wins the finals, like it could be like, well, you know what, Steph Curry won it last year unanimously, and maybe he should have won it this year because he was just that mm-hmm. good in the playoffs. Or LeBron, you know, wins back to back championships. It's a regular season, regular season award. It is. That's why there's it a is. finals MVP. It is. But I'm just saying that 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 conversation it's is, gonna is going to happen. That's all I'm saying. Well, it's going to be cool when huh. Russ wins championship, gets finals MVPs. Yeah, well. that's going to oh, be cool, too. Man. It's going to get all the MVPs. So cool. yeah. Hey, hey guys, uh, what are you doing this weekend? Any big plans? Any big what? plans? Because if you don't have big plans, you know where you should go? Where? The Anthem Tap Room. <gasps> They've got delicious beers. Sponsor of our pod. We love them. And this 
weekend on Friday, they're having the Two Tails perform. On Saturday, they're having Stephen Chopek perform. And they're having Filipino Fusion Food Truck there from 4 to 8. You know, one of my favorite beers at Anthem is their Goza, which is a... Uh, Isn't it Goza? Well, it's Goza. however you want to say it. It's Goza. Is it? Yeah, yes. it's a German. So it's a German-style <laughs> beer. But one of the things it does is it has a, a unique crispness and a, kind of a twang. It's almost a sour yeah, it's not a sour, but it's almost a sour. It's really good, and what they've done is they've they've done a goza this this week, and it'll be available in the tap room with mango. Ooh, Ooh. what's it called? Mangoza. Mangoza. That sounds good, and I also like the name. So go on over there. It's on a uh, what second Western? Is that what's what's the fourth, address? No, fourth it's on Western. fourth between Western and Classen. Yeah, yeah. So if you go when you if you get on I forty. In Oklahoma City, you want to exit Western, though, and you're going to go yes. north there. It's right next to the Urban Farmhouse. Yeah, yeah, it's really close to yeah. that. So if you know where yeah. that is. But if not, you have this thing called Google Maps. <laughs> Google Maps. <laughs> Google it. Give it a goog. It's Their a, tap room is good. It's, it's a fun. really cool place. It is really cool. Yeah. Uh, it gets our full endorsement. Please go. And it's that's like, why you need to come to our live pod next Thursday, yeah. too. It's like a big old party. There's picnic table, Like, there's tables inside. There's going to be plenty of seating. It's Their beers tons of are space. really good. Yeah, really yeah. Good. It's worth it just to come to the tap room. That's true. For our show. That's just, true. It's and you get to trip. see their whole production mm-hmm. right yeah. there, too. So. Yep. Yeah, they do theater there, so they're like practicing yeah. a new yeah. production. I think Phantom of the Opera is what they're doing right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So you guys get to watch that, too. Yeah. To you. Okay, guys, let's. <laughs> we've got a request for a top stop, five power rankings. It comes from at President underscore Dion, who wants us to top five power rank our top five national media writers. I love our people. Down to the podcast of the power rankings. I love you, our people. Okay, number one, Zach Lowe. Yeah. Number one, yeah. He's great. No question. Number two, um, Lee Jenkins. Lee Jenkins. That's what I was, was going to ask. Like, does that Lee Jenkins count? Because it's such a different kind of writer, but it counts. His piece, his piece on LeBron. I don't know if you oh, listen. If you don't listen yeah. to Low Post, Brian Windhorst and, and Zach Lowe talked about Brian Windhorst with, uh, Dave, I don't know who it is. Dave McMenamin. Dave McMenamin. They wrote a book about LeBron coming back to Cleveland and winning the championship last year. Anyway, yeah. don't want to spend too much time on it. But they talked about Lee Jenkins. Uh, <laughs> being flown out to Vegas, like LeBron's squad called him and said, "Get on a plane and come to Vegas." And he goes, yeah. "Why?" He says, "Don't worry about it. Just get on a plane. <laughs> you get there. You're flying out. We get there." <laughs> then they found out that Lee Jenkins knew before Cleveland, yeah, yeah, before Miami, before Dwayne Wade, that LeBron was going home, and he wrote a tremendous piece. Yeah. How he, excited every, would you be if you knew, like, before everybody else? Yeah, Zach Lowe said it was funny because he was, like, walking around with, like, a hat pulled down low. Yeah, just, like, in case anybody would recognize Lee Jenkins. Hey, how many M's are in McMiniman? Way too many. Like, <laughs> a lot of M's. Number three, Shea Serrano. Shea Serrano. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fun. Like, basketball is supposed to be fun. Yes. And a lot of people just completely suck the fun out of basketball, and he puts it right back. He's great. He really does, man. And he, if you don't follow him on Twitter, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. He is by far my favorite Twitter he's be- person. He's the best basketball person on Twitter. And it's yeah. not just basketball. And he writes about other things other than basketball, too. Yeah. He talks about his family. He's man. got, a, he, I, he's oh got a book gosh. coming out, and he was on the Ringer NBA show. Um, I think it was yesterday. So he's great. He's so I don't. Wait, is that a podcast? Yeah. Okay. 
So I don't know if I want to like ever. See, how was he in a podcast? He's great. Yeah, he's just what he is yeah. normally. Dang man. All right. So who's for Chris Vernon's on? Does host that? Chris, okay. Chris Vernon's great. Uh, <laughs> I really like. I'm gonna say about street fights. Yeah. <laughs> I really like uh, Ben Gulliver. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna. I'm putting Sports Illustrated in this spot for me. Arnavitz. Yeah. 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 Um, Zach Harper. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's just. He doesn't overthink things, and that's my favorite thing about him is that he's not he's not trying to like overexplain or overthink things, and he's really smart. Like he really knows basketball. Yeah, but those are so. Just to clarify, those are our top five non-local because our five local, right? Royce, John Hamm, Brett Mate. Dawson. Like, Mate. come on, yeah, like, those myself. are top. Five. Fred Katz, Luke Stevens. <laughs> Fred, yeah, yeah, Luke Stevens, <laughs> number one, yeah. of course. Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I can't wait to meet this person. <laughs> Dude, he, I know he's I incredible, know. man. It'd be great. He's not gonna like me. He's gonna really like you. <laughs> well, that's you guys can talk about New York, man. It's just gonna be, be hard like, to like true. someone. It's hard to like someone that's constantly mowing in her face. That's true. <laughs> so, great. I like. I'm that sure question. that's never happened to him. I'm sure people have never done that to him. I literally haven't thought about that. I'm just really hoping that he is on the phone with uh, some sort of air airliner. <laughs> I know. He, he's so on a podcast. Just, he got stuck somewhere, and he was just on a podcast the whole time trying to talk to Delta <laughs> Customer Service. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, guys, let's move on to our Twitter question. Tom Ziller's really good, too. Twitter questions. Okay, that's all. Our first Twitter question comes from at Ben Vance, who wants to know what record have we set this week? Hmm. I set a record for enjoying my cereal this week. I just enjoyed it like so many, so many times, like during the cereal bites. What kind of cereal did you So I had, <laughs> you guys don't think I'm just like an old dad. Chex, fiber one. <laughs> Chex, cut a banana on it, throw in some raspberries. Yeah. <gasps> oh, I enjoyed it a that's, lot. That is so, like, a lot of times. Adult, that's adult joy. It was so yeah, good. That's like hey, adult health joy. Can I just confess something? Since we're talking about cereal. I would set a record for how much you could consume in one sitting. Okay. Oh. We we don't keep cereal here. Like Andrew has a box and nobody else touches it because I literally could down a box without question in a sitting. No way. Oh, I love cereal. Absolutely. If I had cereal right now, I would just keep pouring. I have a bowl that's like the size of my computer. <laughs> there aren't many cereals that I don't like. Yeah. But I'm really into putting fresh fruit in cereals right now. Old man game cereal. Can I bring up a cereal that I haven't thought about since I was in seventh grade that I, someone reminded me of? I guess so. Smacks. Yeah. Oh, oh Schmacks? Schmacks. You like Schmacks? Oh, Dude, that was, I love Smacks. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a bowl of Schmacks. Yeah, that's that's at the pretty bottom of the list. Is that the one with the frog? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's also like the exact same brand that a different company made that had a bear on it. It was like Golden Bear or something. I don't know. Probably the cheap brand that we the bought. Golden yeah. Hey, you know what? <laughs> if you're going to buy cereal, this is just everybody in the whole world. Go to Aldi, okay? Because you're 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 overpaying for your cereal. No, you're not, and you're wrong. <laughs> Actually, Luke has no idea. Well, Luke is the podcast intellectual. Luke, so he has Luke is assuming right that Aldi so, is a friend that you have that discounts yeah. cereal. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Go first of all, go to Aldi anyways because it's the best grocery. Here's store. what you should do: go to your <laughs> local Walmart and get a big box of cow chocula. That's See, all you need to do. Don't is, ever go to Walmart. Your Here's cereal plans are done fine target you can walk to walmart so you're gonna pay five dollars for this big old box of cereal that's overpriced and not that good that's go ahead that's exactly what i'm gonna do (laughs) go ahead and do it because all the is it knockoff brands or is it it's knockoff brands it tastes pretty much the same yeah 
Well, and it's not the very same. good. And it's you can get a box of cereal for like a, a dollar, but worse in every conceivable way. And that's your cereal <laughs> moment. I'm just saying. Hey, guys, I broke a record this week. What? Hmm. The amount of wrestling-related programming that I've watched <laughs> this week. Wow. WrestleMania week, I watched the Hall of Fame. Luke, you have 10 seconds left Hall to of talk Fame, about this. Nine. the podcast. NXT, WrestleMania, Raw, SmackDown, and then last night I watched Total Divas. Wow. Taylor, talking, your turn. We're talking 20 hours worth of wrestling programming. <laughs> Taylor, your turn. Uh... I think I broke a record for the most times during a week. I've talked about talked with people about crapping your pants. All right, <laughs> that's real. How many? Uh, people, we don't have to get into. How many it. people have you talked to about this? Uh, five. I'll talk with you afterwards. Did it? Yeah. Did it? <laughs> okay. Okay. I uh, I broke a record for the most local miles I've traveled without ki- getting out of my car and killing somebody. Wow. You killed a lot of people. Wait yes. a second. No, wait. Hold on. No, about wait, how many? Yeah, that implies that you the record of how many times I wanted to get out of my car and kill somebody. Oh, because okay. everywhere, every major highway in Oklahoma City has construction. Yeah, Broadway extension going south, construction. I forty four going east and west, construction. Yeah, and I was for some reason like went on those highways four different times this week, and oh my gosh, man, people and are the wanted worst. to murder. You know, that's natural. That's cool. I don't really, obviously, want to kill uh, anybody. Yes, you did. Those are my records. Hey, Jay, what are you... The most rage I've ever had in a week driving. Oh, you did have a lot of rage this Yeah, week. I don't ever do anything. I'm just like, come on! Oh. <laughs> I thought you were saying you didn't have rage, and you set a record for how little rage It was a very confusing week. statement. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sorry. I was kind of put on the spot. I didn't know we were going around the table. I thought somebody else would have it. Like but the important thing is you didn't murder. That's well, true. Let's that's move on to our next Twitter question. Thanks. It comes from at Cody Kaiser, who wants to know, will KD congratulate Russell Westbrook on the trip dub record? And when, if not, it, not I'm sorry, and when he wins MVP? And what will Russ's response be? KD will not do this. He well, will not. I think he shoots a Twitter thing out. He'll, get, he'll do something, or somebody's going to ask him, and he'll be like, well, that's a great accomplishment. Welcome yeah, to the club, or something like that. He's going to say, welcome to the club. I got it first. He's going to say, welcome to the club. Just book that right what now. What if Russ says, what if Russ says something in his speech? What if he just says, I'm the real MVP, and then walks off? <laughs> <laughs> Grabs the trophy one hand. Yeah. <laughs> that would be Thank so you all for coming good. out. <laughs> what if he recreated the look? The MVP trophy. What if he just on stage if, the whole time he's looking at it like this? Yeah. He's just sitting in the back and they're like, Russ, you're supposed to do a speech. He's like just staring at <laughs> it. Just continues to just stare. stare. I don't know. I, I really have no clue what to expect from Russ uh, for, with his speech, and that's why I want to hear it so badly. Oh, what do you think he's going to wear? He's going to look good. So side note, and this is, I know I probably shouldn't say this on a podcast where Luke said murder seven times and I said it too, but something mm. that's going to be mm. cool to watch is like so if if it gets announced on twenty six, they'll have a big ceremony locally, probably the week afterwards. Uh, his he'll have a son that's two months old at that point. Dude. Yeah, that's he's, a game changer. He started to talk about his son a little bit. Yeah, to the media. I just am thinking like yeah. I don't know. What if we see a different like a more? It's going to change his life. It I mean, changes everything. What yeah. if he holds you, him up like a Lion King at the know. MVP thing? Wow. He's going to yeah. do it. All right. <laughs> I just think it's like it could even mean more. You know, he's yeah. such a family it, guy. It will mean more. Yeah, it will. 
He's going to hold it up. Everything the light touches will be yours. <laughs> okay, let's move yeah. on to our next Twitter question. Comes from at John. It's a change of life. Comes from at ijohn30. Wants to know, what are the chances that Utah or the Clippers lose enough for us to move up? We kind of addressed this See, earlier. Utah can't. I don't think it's possible. Um, the Clippers, I mean, it's possible, but the Clippers, it's likely. The Clippers, yeah, it's very unlikely. But we talked about how that would happen. Yeah. Win out, lose out. Very unlikely. You've already heard that because you're at this point. All right, let's move on to our next Twitter question. What if someone just jumped in halfway through, man? Yeah, that's you never know. Listen. A lot of people don't just, tell people how to listen to the pod. I do that with my TV shows, too. Yeah. I don't Our really next. like the beginning part where I get the story. Yeah. I really like to figure out the puzzle. <laughs> like, I, I like not having any context. Yeah. Clues. What if you're, you know, what if you're guess what the puzzle is about the picture? Yeah. What if you're Sam Hinkie? You just you watch things. Why do we watch things in order? Yeah. Yeah. What Why? if you're like Budnick from Salute Your Shorts and you do puzzles backwards? Wh- what is anything you said? It's a, some people will get the reference and enjoy it. <laughs> I get it. All right. Our next Twitter question comes from at Dat Dude Rob, who says, Canter. Ugh. Last night he looked allergic to passing. This is becoming a trend. Does it resurface for the playoffs or was it a mirage? I don't know. I do think that he's right, though, that he is not surveying the defense anymore. Who'd you talk to this? Cat's friend. Yeah, was it Cat? Yeah. Something happened. Something. He is, he's just looking for his a little he's, more. He's spooked. He's gunning for his own right now. And I mean, it's it's fine. I, and a lot of it has to do with who's on the court with him. I think that once Oladipo came back, I think that he felt less pressure to pass. Uh, but he's still getting the ball just as much. And the team is much better with him passing. Um, so it, I would doubt that it comes back in the playoffs. But may, I mean, maybe. But... I would assume that he's just going to continue to do what he's doing, which is still effective for the Thunder, but uh, you would rather see him dish out the ball a little bit more than that. Yeah, there's probably something to... I mean, he was passing more than just when Vic was out. And I know you're not saying it was only those like two weeks that Vic was out or whatever. Yeah. But like he did it for a while. But I wonder if there was a set of games, like two or three games, when he passed a lot and no one made any of the shots... Because that would be something that he would think of. Like, Cantor, I just think that would like really get in his mind and be like, okay, well, this, like, I can't do this anymore. Well, I think that you, no look, one's making the you look at the Golden State game when he was trying to do that. Yeah. And they completely shut him down. Yeah. Uh, and Gold, I mean, Golden State's just, they're, they have a special defense, and they, they were able to do that. I, I hope that that's not the moment, but you can kind of see it as that. So you look at his month-to-month, so in October, they only played three games. He had zero assists. November, he had 11 assists. And then in December and January, this is a part of when Vic sat out. He had 18 assists in December, 19 in January, five in February, 11 in March. Wow. He has zero in April so far. So it, was, it really was that two-month stretch where he... I guess you're right. ...where he was dishing out assists. That's when Vic was out. So... um. Yeah, he's just not surveying the defense. He's not picking guys apart anymore. He's, I don't know, he's gunning for his own right now. You know, you talk about, like we talk about guys like him and Greg Monroe and Jalil Okafor, and that's yeah. why their val- their trade value is pretty low. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, that was a part of Cantor's game that was going to set him apart. 
It was. was you know, it was like, it, oh, wow, he's developed this passing skill. Mm-hmm. Like, that is the part that, that teams would look at and be like, okay, this guy is, like, we could actually use him. Yeah. Um, so it's sad that he's kind of gone away from that. But he's capable. You wish that he would yeah. do that again. But, yeah, you're right. I wish he would. He stopped. All right. Let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Johnny4USC, who says, Most everyone thought that Steven Adams averaging over 12 points was an easy bet this year, but right now he's only averaging 11. <laughs> Why? Uh, he's just not, he's not been aggressive. The Thunder really aren't going to him. They're not like dumping the ball down Steven Adams, letting him go to work. I don't know that he would want that. Uh, He's he just hasn't made that leap offensively this season that he's capable of doing. Um, so that's I mean I don't know how else to explain it other than that. Yeah, I think at the start of the year you saw uh, like any time that he would run a pick and roll with Russ, Russ would force a pass into him. Like that was for the first half of yeah. the year that happened a lot. But I think what happened was teams started to just close off that gap. Mm-hmm. And then, and Russ realized, oh, Steve, when Steve screens for me, I just get open, yeah. you know, and he can do a lot more. And then help defense will come from a different <laughs> side, not just from Steven's guy. And then he can kick it out a little bit more and stuff. But it does seem like, I, I don't know. He's just not, he's just not like super open and he's and it, not really trying to get to an open spot. It has to do with spacing too. Yeah. Cause there's with him and Taj, I mean, Taj is great. I don't want to diminish his game, but there's no spacing. Um, and he's not calling for the ball. He's not, like, mm-hmm. in his mind, I don't think that he's thinking, I need to position myself to get the basketball right now. He's thinking, how can I help the team score? How mm-hmm. can I help Russell Westbrook score? How can I get someone else open? Uh, so his month to month still is, is pretty inconsistent, too, um, especially lately. In April, I know it's only a couple games. He's only averaged five points a game. Uh, in March, he was nine points a game. Uh, then in December and January, kind of the same months that Vic was out, he was averaging 13 points a game. Mm-hmm. So I think some of it's that he's just, not, I think it's just that he's not getting the shots, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't, uh, are we talking about Steve? Yeah. We're talking about Steve. That's 100% what it is. They don't look to him at all. So in, fift- in 15 games in March, he had 93 field goal attempts. In February, and or I guess in January, in 13 games, he had 125 shots. Um, in less games there, he's just not he's not getting shots this <laughs> is really what it comes down to you can't score unless you shoot the ball he could easily average 15 16 points a game if they would go to him but they don't so mm-hmm. it's the offense it's also steve's just he's not aggressive on the offensive end mm-hmm. and so it's a little bit of both he just has no ego yeah yeah, yeah. And i think that's a huge part of it some people want theirs and he wants to do whatever he needs to do to make the team right. better. Mm-hmm. It's he's also twenty three years old. Yeah, it's the best and worst thing about him is his ego. Yeah, is that he doesn't have doesn't really have one when it comes to the offensive side of the ball. He's got to de- he has to develop it for this team to reach its potential. He just has to. He's he's got to he's got to want to score more. He needs to average sixteen and eight or whatever mm-hmm. for this team to reach its potential. And he's twenty three. All right, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Bowley34, who wants to know, will you send me Chicken Express to Ohio? Uh, I don't know. Probably not. Dude, oh, but I'll I'll say, come to Oklahoma. I'll say this. Come to Missouri. Chicken Express ads, 
are really getting getting to people. Because he is not the first person I've seen on Twitter say like, "Hey, because of you, I've gone to Chicken Express." Hey, Chicken Express is good, man. It's great. You should go yourself. Oh, I go all the time. When are you going to bring it here at six in the morning? <gasps> oh, do they do breakfast? No, but we could. I could make up some biscuits and bring it on over if you want. Oh shoot! <laughs> oh snap! Let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from Matt Tim Kurtz. Who says, since it's looking like it won't be at home, which arena do you think will show the most love when Russ breaks the record? I think it happens tonight. Think, I, I think whatever arena he's in, people, people are understanding that they're witnessing greatness. The people in Phoenix are coming to see Russell Westbrook tonight. Oh, yeah. They're not coming to see... I mean, maybe they're coming to see Devin Booker. Maybe. But they're score 70. But they're, they're coming to see Russell Westbrook. Yeah, this this is the team Russell's going to do it against because yeah. he doesn't have like like Robertson isn't going to play, Abrinas isn't going to play. Yeah. It's just going to be the Russ show, and he knows it. And he's all he's so like comfortable and confident against teams like this to yeah. to a flaw, like to a bad degree sometimes. But this is what it's going to be. He had twenty assists against the Suns. Yeah, yeah that's where you had the sham guy past the Adams. Yes. Oh shoot. Yeah, he's going to do it tonight. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. I forgot about Sam God. <laughs> All right. So let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from Alan underscore Miller 12. He says, we saw McDermott get increased minutes without Abrinas and Robertson. If they were to continue to miss time into playoffs, how would rotation look? Number one, they won't miss into the playoffs. No, no, that's a... <laughs> For most most people would say that they're not. They're probably not. You're going to get a heavy dose of Doug. Lots of Doug. Uh, which is not ideal. For yeah, he's def- been good. Defense. He's been good, but yeah, he's, he, he's not a great defender. Uh, but, um, I mean, you are going to see some Grant moving to that. You're probably going to see Singler. Ooh, not in the playoffs, man. You you can't what, play that a wing? Yes. Yes, you do, <laughs> actually. Yes. I'm telling you what. This is what we would so you're like not, to have. So you're going to have Singler in a suit all season, and you're going to bring him in in the playoffs? Playoffs? Yes. I'm just no. telling you what's going to happen. I would rather play Taj at the three, man. I mean, their lack of shooting would be so... Their lack of shooting would be the no same with Singler. <laughs> the exact same. The exact same. It doesn't matter. You actually have a competent touché, basketball player touché, on the court. Touché, touché. So, yeah. hey, so Russell Westbrook against the Phoenix Suns this season, he's averaged 41.7 points, 13.7 uh, rebounds, and 13.7 assists. Oh, it's happening in tonight. It's happening tonight. Yeah, happening. In. All right, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It's also from at Allen underscore Miller 12. And he wants Andrew to give us insight into his conversation with Presty. No, next question. <laughs> okay, he was so weird about this to us. I, I really thought you were having like a secret meeting. So the hard thing they is... having a secret meeting. You're trying to build... You know, like Sam has expectations whenever you have these conversations. Andrew, the hard thing is, is Andrew goes to media day and he's around. And when Presty says something to him, because he gave him all the secrets about their whole entire offseason. He told playing. me the trades they're going to make. So He told me the Cantor destination. He, he told stored. me where they were going to dump wow. Cantor. He told me who they're going to trade him to at the draft. It was Ooh. a very quick conversation, but he Get got ready. a lot in there. He yeah. got a lot in there. The right. truth is, and we just found this out, 
Andrew's actually the guitar player in Sam Presti's band. That's yeah. true. And so they're talking about where they're going to practice. Presti's trio. That's right. Going. And the Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters. <laughs> uh, what? All what? right. Let's it's move. From, uh, that thing you do. Let's move on no to our next man. Twitter question. It comes from at Nervin88, who says, is it just me? Or will Abrinas may, maybe be okay defensively? He's not great, but he'll certainly take decent. Also, he thinks Smaj listens to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Abrinas, one of the things that Abrinas does that you can kind of see will lead to him being good eventually or decent eventually, he's always where he's supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, his issue is he gets beat either laterally by some quicker players or he gets beat physically. Like yeah. somebody will post him and he's just gone. He, so physically developing changes that guy. I think he yeah. can be a decent defender. He's already a decent defender yeah. in yeah, my yeah. mind because he uses his length really well. Yeah, He gets into passing lanes well. He uses the body that he has on defense. I think he's good. I think he's yeah, already, I think Abrinas is he's good. He's just man. really, really smart is the thing. But he doesn't. He doesn't really have a lot to learn on the defensive end. It is all physical development. Yeah. That's so, exactly why he's playing over Doug McDermott right now, too. Yes. Yep. In those minutes. I think there's a, and also he understands exactly what the Thunder want to do on offense yeah. and on defense because he's been there all year. Mm-hmm. I think I think McDermott is going to be good. I just think that he's he has a lot to learn as far as being a part of the Thunder. Mm. So all right, let's move on to our final. Twitter question. It comes from at Richards Bryce three five who says that Milwaukee game showed us a flash of what Samaj might be able to do. Do you think he may ever be able to do that nightly? Well, I think you might know what I'm going to say. What? I don't think so. <laughs> they were playing two some some bad point guards out there from Milwaukee. Delvadova, who is a backup, was the starting point guard, mm-hmm. and then you had Gary Payton, the th- third, third, second, third, the second, the second. Okay, whoever he is, he came in. He's a D League player, so great, great job. They you com- just signed him, right? He competed with a D League player. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I, I just don't. I think Samash is a third point guard. I think the Thunder probably do keep him, but I do think that they will look for a backup point guard this offseason because he is one of the worst backup point guards (laughs) in the NBA. And to say that he's going to develop, I mean, maybe I think that he maybe he could. He's already 24. It's not like he's this like 21 year old point guard. He's 24 years old. He's a pretty he's a decent defender. He's not a great defender. Um he so can't the, shoot. He's what I will I say know. is Samaj, like he has to figure out what he does because he doesn't do any one thing. Well, some backup point guards <laughs> maybe right. don't have. Yeah, maybe they aren't as you know, maybe they're not that decent of a defender. Maybe they can't, you know, whatever Samaj offers, but at least they can. They penetrate really well or they yeah. shoot relatively well or that, you know, like they can distribute. Samaj just does everything at like a C level. You know, and oh. that's just not what you want. Don't say it. Don't say it. C is a bad enough number. C would be a great backup right. point guard, oh right? Gosh. If you do everything, <laughs> what? As if we're comparing him to other NBA point guards, yeah. I mean, his handle is nowhere near where I it said, should be. His defense, his defense and hustle, a plus, baby. Hey, he tr- okay. He tries. Hey, cool. 
Good job. He did fight. He just, he tried to fight if you're going to be a backup point guard in this league, if the Thunder are ever going to be more than just this middling playoff team, they have got to get somebody else that can handle the ball and I come agree. in and run the offense. You're they right. have to. That's they valid. have to. And Samaj is not that guy. I want him to be good. It would be great if he was good. He's just not. Hmm. You don't got to be a jerk about it, Andrew. Sorry. Seriously, dude. Wow. Hey, he's got a family, man. He's, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a family. Whoa, dude. Does, does he? We Seriously, don't know that. Man. I assume. All right, fellas. Now, if Luke, you're talking that smack I, I on, wonder if Luke could pick Samaj out of a lineup. Nope. No. None of your business? Hey, man, I've got a family. <laughs> you don't. Hey, back up, man. <laughs> I'm going to be like that. Hey, these people you're picking on, Andrew, they got families. Whoa, man. <laughs> this is my job. <laughs> Guys, I got a question for you, though. What's <laughs> ah, this? Are you miffed and are you peeved? Miffed. 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 Miffed and peeved. Yes. I, I'll be quick. Here? Yes. So I went to the Charlotte game. The Thunder in-game experience. This is not going to be quick. Is so bad. <laughs> it's just so bad. It's really bad. Not not just because of the Storm Chasers. We actually talk- like what percentage is because of the Storm Chasers. 40, for me, it wasn't. 40, that 40%. was not what annoyed me as much. One percent to me. One Storm Chaser annoys me. Uh, that's it. it. Yeah, but he. Yeah. that's that's eighty percent for me. He's so bad. I hate how badly they try to force the fans to. You know how many times they try to get you to say defense? Hey, every, it's hey, every, everybody! It's time to cheer. Every possession, <laughs> it's cheer yeah. for the basketball. Everybody, let's go Thunder! Come on, play the defense, defense, and the run around. And nobody wants to do it because it's like you've oversaturated what we want to do. And the thing is, it's so loud. Oh my! Yeah. The gosh. music is so loud. Everything is so loud. The crowd, like the thing is that the Thunder don't struggle with the crowd being loud, right? Yeah. Why do you have to pump in? That loud music. Why do you have to do all this stuff? Why do you have to have storm chasers? Like Why? intros, cool. Intros, great. Everything afterwards. Sucks. Yes, yes, yes. The intros are cool. The video they do is good. They got like the little that projector thing on the court is really cool. Yeah. Have you seen the ones that do like the three D stuff where it looks yes. like bricks are falling? Like, of course, stuff? the thunder doesn't have that one. We'll have it maybe two thousand twenty five. The thunder are going to have it. My deal is just <laughs> so boring. Like it's it's, it's, it's nothing's it's relevant. Like yeah. the music they play isn't relevant. Like it just is, it bothers the bejesus. So are they going to play tonight's going to be a good night or taking care of business at the end of the game? I don't know. Yeah. That's that's probably probably only, both. Yeah. And you I can just when the when it counts down to zero if they're winning. Dan 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 dan. For me, it's the, actually I kind of like that. <laughs> The thing that's frustrating is like, and I don't, I know I don't know every other arena's experience, but just what I hear on broadcasts, yeah, it just seems like, like it's better. Yeah, like people are winning cars, they hand out cash. Well, they I'm not worried about they that. They haven't it's really just, changed it. No, in eight years, it hasn't changed all that no. much. They really, the first thing they just need to get rid of the storm chasers. What's the point? Like, you, because here's my thoughts. I just think I just feel like really embarrassed for them. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I feel like a lot of them have to, like, really get out of their comfort zone. A few of them have to really get out of their comfort zones to try to do all, like, the silly stuff they have to do. And, like, dancing around the whole time. I'm like, oh, man. Like, but, like, uh, no. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not there because they chose to be storm chasers. They did, but I'm it's just... It's not like there's, like, a draft. Like, there's, like, a, <laughs> hey, you guys have to be storm chasers. You're like, no! I'm just I never saying. wanted to be this. I know, I'm just saying. It's just... I guess it just makes me... <laughs> It just makes me feel really uncomfortable. 
it just makes me it feel does. really uncomfortable. You know what I hate? So you're talking about when they try to get people to do chants and they come up and they try to yell at the sections before and you can't hear crap. They're like, okay, guys. Okay. <laughs> My deal is how many people avert their gaze whenever they come up there? Like, oh, I'm like, oh, I just yeah. want to look at anything else. See, like, that's not what I do. I stare directly at rage them. Through and I eyes. just don't do anything that they're asking me to do. Wow. I just I'm like, like, please don't. I don't want to stand up. <laughs> and I don't, I'm not a good, I'm not a good live sporting event guy either, either way. I'm yeah. not either. Because I don't cheer super loud. Yeah. Like, I just sit there. Yeah. Like, I'm watching the game. Like, I, I, that's why you cheer probably, if something great happens, though. I, and I scream. So when Jeremy Grant got one, his block against Charlotte and he like flew over him, I said, yeah! And I looked around like everybody, you know, nobody else said anything. I was like, oh, okay. I just yeah. call all the basketball players by their first name what, yeah. during the game. So if something good happens, I'm just like, Steven! <laughs> That's what I do. At Luke live goes events. to by far the most games out of any of us, too. Doug! Yes, he does. I, I do. Doug! I do it. It's great. Uh, I got a I got a Murphed and perved. Murphed okay. and perf. It's in Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, on Wednesday, we went out. I went. I went to a concert. We went out after, and we were all talking. We were talking about crap in our pants, and I accidentally <laughs> stepped on this guy's foot behind me. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. Don't worry. And he looked mad at me. Yeah. Whatever. Fine. Five minutes later, this guy walks up and he goes, Oh, excuse me, guys. I'm like, yeah. He's like. Uh, I've been overhearing your conversation about uh, crapping your pants. No, stop. I'm not making this up. Okay, And we were going. like, what? And he was like, yes, uh, I have one. And, <gasps> he gives, and he gives a story about him crapping his pants. No. And he's this French guy or whatever, right? No. I promise. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so drunk. I apologize. And we're like, no, don't worry about it. Like, you're ta- we're talking about crapping our pants. Cool, man. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. And so he goes and he's like having this conversation with us. Wow. But then it starts to get like, we're like, where are you from? He's like, uh, France. And we're, we're like, where are you from? He's like, ah, Paris. And we're like, okay, like, of course. And we're like, why, why are you here? I'm here on business. I'm here on work. Where are you from? Wisconsin. Where? Um, Madison. And then I was like, this is weird. This Wait is weird. Tick? And they're like, what do you do for work? And he was like, he was like, oh, I'm from Madison. And we're like, what do you do for work? Like, um, I'm, I'm here on business. Like, obviously, avoiding... Cheese salesman. And then I say, you're messing with us, huh? And he was like, no, 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 no. And then one of the other guys in my group was like, this dude's effing with us. You're not French. He was not French. And he wouldn't break character, and it pissed me off because he was definitely messing with us. Wow. And it made me so mad. Because you like, stepped on his foot? I th- I think or I don't know. That's the best thing that's ever happened. Once someone steps on someone else's foot, it was it was funny. And then he like walked out and he wouldn't break character. I was like, "You're messing with us. You're not French." He'd be like, "I apologize if if I." <laughs> He's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to be rude." I was like, "Dude, that's not even like a, an appropriate response to what I just said." <laughs> French people don't care about being rude. He was, yeah. and it was such a. Fr- it was like my French accent. Now it was like an American doing a French accent. That's amazing. Yeah, actually, uh, I'm pretty glad about that. Poo poo in my pants as well. Mm, I overheard you were talking about that the poo poo in your <laughs> pants. Uh, thanks for listening to our podcast. Please come to our live show on Thursday, Thursday night, and this weekend at Anthem Brewing. It's at so come at six. We're going to hang out a little bit before the show. Will start at seven. So come and hear a live show. We're going to break down the playoff matchup between the Thunder and the Rockets. 
and then also um, other Thunder things and other playoff things. So come check it out. Follow us on Twitter at DCD Podcast. Check us out. Uh, you can, if you like to email, DCDPodcast at gmail.com if you're still into that. Check out Luke Zenga. Yeah, Check Zenga. out Luke Zenga. That's Sug still, underscore Levin. It's still there. <laughs> and um, also check us out at almightybar.com. There's some big things coming there. And then also dailythunder.com. We have Up the Thunder joining dailythunder.com. Get ready for some big time changes to Daily Thunder. It's going to be so, so great. And have a great Friday.